you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, fantasy championships were on the line last night as the Broncos and Bengals went blow for blow in Cincinnati. Find out who fell short and who rose to the occasion. Plus, we show you how to make the most of your money in daily fantasy leagues. Find out how to get the lineup you want without breaking the bank. And a true fantasy football fan is already thinking about winning in 2015. We preview next season to see whom you need to draft and whom could be a major bust. NFL Fantasy Live starts now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the National Football League. Matt Money Smith here with the Admiral Akbar Baja Biamila and Fantasy Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always send us your fantasy questions year-round at NFL Fantasy. And guys, uh, a lot of the fantasy championships came down to the Monday night game, this? including ours. I'm just going to go ahead. What is this ginormous I'm just going to scoot this over. What I want to know is... You're a little is, bit closer to me because... It doesn't even uh, have your name on it. You know, it actually does have my it name. Does. Where? It does. I don't see it. It's, uh, it's right there. Uh, you know, right there. Adam yeah, Rank and I have won that, this league in the past, and you know what we I got? don't know what you're talking about. Nothing. I only see one plaque Nothing. on here. This one right here. That one right there. <laughs> he wins there. it, and they give him this big fancy trophy. That's right. Well, you see that black spot right there? Right there? Yep, that's my name. We've been hearing that for a few years now. <laughs> In the meantime, right there. All right, gentlemen. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Akbar. Yeah. I'm not going to hate you. Congratulations. First time I've won anything in my life. <laughs> Kiss so it. Much. All right, here we go. To the Put highlights. Uh, Denver, Cincinnati. What? And why, as a matter of fact, this particular trophy is closer to me than to Michael Fabiano. Because of that guy, Peyton Manning. And the Dalton Bengals looking to get rolling on their second possession. And, well, yeah. Nice interception, by the way, Akeem Tlaib. And how about this? If you started the Denver defense, feeling pretty good, as a matter of fact, because Tlaib would return it that 33 yards for a touchdown. A.J. Green, by the way, 
injured on that play, and wow. it would affect his entire night. He ends with zero catches. TJ Ward put a hellacious uh, hit on targets. Him. Yeah, next offensive play, by the way. Talk about bouncing back. Just give the ball to Jeremy Hill and go. G-E-A-U-X Tigers, By the, the product way, out of LSU in his rookie season. Akbar was the one who called Jeremy Hill earlier in the preseason, yep. and he has been better than advertised. Uh, 14 and a half points on the play, 18.7 on the night. In the second quarter, Bengals work it inside the five. First and goal, Dalton. Jermaine Gresham in the back of the end zone. Two-yard score since he up 17-7. to Now to the third quarter. First and goal, C.J. Anderson. What a find he has been in the second half of the fantasy season and for Absolutely. Denver as well. Denver now down 2014, but the Bengals would respond. Third and five, Dalton. Gio Bernard. Didn't matter which running back you started, you got the goods in your fantasy and championship. It's a bad matchup, too. Denver's run defense yep. has been very good this season. Bengals up 27 14, and they would return serve. Oh, you Peyton Manning owners, you're feeling pretty good. Manny Sanders, and that would be Manny's second touchdown of the night. Also, Peyton Manning's second touchdown of the night. Denver now up 28 27. And here's where it all yeah. falls oh, apart. This is, this is where Kirk the championship Patrick. game, you lost the championship I said, game. With that uh, pick. Thanks for reminding me. I should Sorry. say roll tide there. Since he goes up 37-28, and Manning's night wasn't done. Still a chance. Could he throw a touchdown pass and get back? I can't uh, watch. That no, ball Trey. looks so weak coming out of his arm. It, it really did. Yeah. Driving rain or not, uh, not a good effort from Peyton Manning. The Bengals would win 37-28. They are a lock to make the postseason. Fantasy implications, a whole lot of points available for you to grab. Jeremy Hill over 18. Gio Bernard over 14. Even Jermaine Gresham with those 12. And I think a lot of folks out there like the idea of Peyton Manning in the cold on the road against a Cincinnati defense, and they started the Bengals defense, and they too were rewarded. But let's start on the Broncos side of the ball. Peyton Manning, two touchdowns, great. Four interceptions, not so great. Only 12 fantasy points, Fabs. I know uh, you in particular, pretty. You know, at, upset about that, that performance. At, there. at one point last night, going into the fourth quarter, I was down by less than less a point. Less than a point. Less than a point. Yep. And what's wrong? I'm just holding your hand. Yeah. Okay, that's trying that was to my comfort wrist. you. <laughs> and um, I, I thought I was in good shape, and then Peyton turned into Eli yeah. Manning. He uh, turned into his brother. Well, and that he would mean he'd have a second the ball Super Bowl title, which he does not. I mean, it was just awful. And I actually had a little bit of hope at the end in that last drive because I'm thinking, okay, well, if they go down, they score a touchdown, Peyton throws a touchdown pass, then I could still win. But he. Through the picks. To the wrong yeah. team. And I that, mean, uh, when was the last time Peyton Manning had four interceptions in a game? It was the fantasy gods. They had the rain. They had Peyton in the cold. Well, when's the and... last time we had Peyton Manning on a four-game stretch like this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, for the fantasy owners to have him and uh, drafted in the first round in a whole lot of leagues, certainly a disappointment let to me, his fantasy season. Let me ask you. Where does he get drafted next year? That's a great question. I mean, I I would say he will not be one of the top quarterbacks drafted. That Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and, you know, even Andrew Russell Luck. Wilson, Andrew Luck, they'll be in a separate category. Let's go to Manny Amazing. Sanders, though, uh, Akbar. He did have those six catches. He did have two touchdowns. Some speculation that he may not even start this game, but he proved to be as big a part of that Bronco offense as uh, anybody could have expected. Well, especially when they're passing the ball. Like, they, they got back to passing the ball a little bit more than they did pre in the previous two games where they threw it 20 uh, balls of piece 40 times uh, in the last two games and so when you get that passing game going you know Emmanuel Sanders is a big part of that and that's why he's kind of immune to some of the other deficiencies that's going on with uh, Peyton Manning because he has that short range game he has that long range game we've seen that he's a big playmaker we saw them utilize him in the red zone area Emmanuel Sanders going into next year 
you, you got to think that he's still going to be the man uh, moving into 2015. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, certainly replaced Eric Decker and then some when yeah. it came to fantasy production and a Peyton Manning-directed offense. The big, though, the big surprise, and I, I mean because some people didn't even know if he was going to make the team, C.J. Anderson ends up delivering uh, in the fantasy playoffs. If, of any Bronco, he was the best performer mm-hmm. in the fantasy postseason. Got that touchdown on the ground. Eight catches for 55 receiving yards. This is the big question. I mean, I don't know how he's not the guy moving forward for the Broncos next season as the number one back. And uh, where do you draft him? Uh, His numbers, if you look at what he's done since he's been the starter, have been the caliber of a first-round pick. But everyone and anyone who drafted Monte Ball this this year is going to be scared of taking anybody in that backfield in the first round. I don't see him going any later than the second round, but that is assuming that he is the guy. Ronnie Hillman doesn't come in and still carries Monte Ball. That is a big question mark in the offseason. What the Broncos and, 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 and in fairness, we've seen the other we've seen the other guys step up in the uh, when they've had that opportunity as a running back. Ronnie Hillman stepped up. C.J. Anderson yep. stepped up. We've seen multiple guys step up. So that is the big question mark over there. Who's going just, to be the running back? He looks so much better than Monte Ball did. did in that offense. Let's flip it to the uh, the other side, the Bengals and Jeremy Hill and Akbar. Somebody you have been uh, puffing your chest out about all season long. Love the way he ran at LSU. Perfect fit with Hugh Jackson running that offense. Almost 19 points. What about, let's, again, flip it forward. He was solid down the stretch. Is he a number one back moving forward? He's a number one back for sure. He's the guy that's going to replace some of the other names that we got accustomed to, like Frank Gore. This is the guy now that you're going to be looking to target in the first round. You have to just because of the way he's built, the way he runs it. And, look, I've known Hugh Jackson for a very long time, 17 years in the making now. He recruited me out of high school. I know his mentality. I know the type of running back that he's looking for. Jeremy Hill is it, and he's going to utilize him all the way through. Over Gio Bernard next year. Over Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard will be a complimentary back. He will be the Darren Sproul-ish type of guy. They'll utilize him in the passing game. They'll utilize him in different situations. But Hill's the guy. guy. Uh, It does not get more clutch than Russell Wilson. 36 fantasy points in the championship round. Up next, we'll break down his and many more game-changing performances from championship week. Plus, we're going to help you get the most out of your fantasy season. When we return, find out how to set the perfect lineup for the NFL Playoff Challenge. It's time now for Game Changers, presented by Bose. Now, all season long, we have been asking you, our viewers, to tweet us about the performances that had the biggest impact for your fantasy teams using the hashtag Game changers, and gentlemen, it is time to talk about those folks that helped our viewers, our fans, the most championship weekend. The most important performances of the year, and we start with the quarterback, not only of America's team, but your team, Michael Fabiano, Tony Romo. I I may have lost the championship to you, But but the Cowboys won the NFC East, and Tony Romo was the best quarterback in fantasy football during the duration of the fantasy playoffs. 20-plus fantasy points in every single game. 17 touchdown passes, only two interceptions in his last six. Forget about Tony Romo getting criticism for folding down the stretch like a house of cards. Romo was a fantasy superstar. If you had Romo over Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Andrew Luck, all of them, you're winning a championship. 
Uh, well, from one quarterback to another, uh, and I know it may be a bit of a sore spot for you, Fabs, but look, Russell Wilson yes, was uh, middling the last couple weeks, not so much in this game against one of the best defenses in the NFL. Russell Wilson not only managed to show out, but managed to post the most fantasy points of any player in the league, 36.36 points, a lot of it because he was doing it with his legs, doing it through the air, seven touchdowns in the last three weeks, five pass two rush, zero turnovers, and a lot of big plays. Three completions of at least 25 yards. That is the most in his last 18 games. He saved the best for last. That's why he's a champion. Akbar, we go to the ground. Well, Lamar Miller was outstanding in this game, and to think he didn't even complete the entire game. I mean, they sat him down in the fourth quarter because at that point he had 61 carries or 61 snaps. Look, this guy has been outstanding. You look at the way he's been running and operating in this offense. Ryan Tannehill could look and trust him in the passing game as well. Lamar Miller, I know we were all up and down on Lamar Miller. You, What do you say? You were a year too early? I was a year, uh, early. You, you a year early. I pumped him last year. Well, guess what? He has arrived, and you played him in the championship week. You were, you were just elated to have him go out and put up uh, big numbers, 21 fantasy points. Oh, you're bellyaching, Fabs, going into championship week about Marshawn Lynch having to go against the Cardinals' run defense. And speaking of bellyaching, had a little bit of it early, but darn did he deliver late. Yeah, uh, Marcus Grant said it best. Uh, Marshawn Lynch had an upset stomach going into the game, and then he pooped all over the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals' defense. This, this was a surprise wow. for me because if you look at his history against Arizona, he had not done well. Marshawn single-handedly put me back in contention in our game. Yeah. And you could argue that he is the fantasy football MVP among running backs in 2014. Most consistent, and he was the one we seem to have the most questions about. Durability, are they going to use Turbin great. more? No, he was the horse this season. Akbar. Who is this Odell? Has he been delivering as of late or something? What's going on with this guy? If Marshawn Lynch had an upset stomach, then I guess this makes uh, Odell Beckham probiotics because, I mean, he absolutely annihilated. Probiotics. You like that one? I don't know where else to go with that one. Maybe you can help me. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But, look, he has just been, I mean, the star of the NFL when you talk about a guy who's literally come from nowhere, missed the first four weeks because of a hamstring. People start to doubt his talent. And all of a sudden, when Victor Cruz goes out, he steps in. He owns that number one position, and then he excels in that number one position. You have yourself a star here, no doubt about it. He is the excellence of execution. You're You're going to draft him in the first round next year, aren't you? No, I won't. You know, emotionally right now, I would want to draft him in the first round. But I think once the season is over, you you start to put things in place, you understand where his value is. I think Bret Hart has a better sharpshooter. Game Changers, (laughs) presented by Bose. For now, let's throw it over to Marcus and Adam. Thank you, money. And only Akbar would work in a probiotics reference. I think Bret Hart is the only professional wrestler he knows, too. Like, watch somebody. Watch somebody else. Gene Ambrose. He has occasional rock references, too. There you go. Oh, that's true. My mistake. There you go. If you think your fantasy season is over, it is not. Now you can continue your fantasy season throughout the NFL playoffs and have a chance to win the trip of a lifetime to Super Bowl 50. It's called NFL Playoff Challenge. You can sign up today at NFL.com slash playoff challenge. All right, Rank, explain to the folks out there how this thing works. It's super easy. All you do is set a lineup and you win. It's super, just like that. Super easy. Here are the rules, though. As I said, it's free and easy to play. You draft, uh, excuse me, you don't draft. You just pick players. Quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, tight end kicker. You know all of that stuff. But it's not, there's no value set to these. You can draft anybody that you want as long as they are in the playoffs and those points accumulate each and every week. And the point 
values double That's the as they go on. Yeah. So we'll take a look now at the AFC playoff picture. Of course, these will make up the pool of players you have to select from. And you see there that uh, you, the Patriots already have clinched home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Still waiting to see who gets that first round by. The Broncos could have done that, but things yeah. kind of went south for them in Cincinnati. Of course, some of, these, the Raiders. some of these may shuffle be, be, uh, depending on what happens in Week 17. We'll switch now over to the NFC, and you see that there. The Seahawks, Lions, and Cowboys right now are your division leaders. The Panthers your division leaders with that ugly-looking tie there, too. Of course, this could change depending on what happens on Sunday as well. So, we will talk about some players that we like for the playoff challenge. So, maybe we'll get started with the quarterback position. Okay, Logan Thomas is a pretty good option. No, 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 that's not a good option. <laughs> I am going to look, because what you want to do is basically predict who is going to be in the Super Bowl right. and roll with that. So, that means that Peyton Manning and the Broncos are out. So, I'm going to look at Tom Brady, and he's going to be my quarterback because I look at this team to go all the way to the Super Bowl. They are my pick. And once that second round starts, every single one of Tom Brady's points will be doubled because, you know what, he's already in the second round. He's a good uh, option to get to the AFC Championship game because it seems like the Patriots get to the AFC Championship game each and every week. The one thing that's really held them up over the last couple of years, it was injuries to Aqib Tlaib. I feel if he was healthy two years ago against the Ravens that the Patriots would have gone to the Super Bowl this year with Darrell Revis. And I know you're not playing him in fantasy, but he makes that team so complete. That's why I like the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. And then by that point, you're getting four times... Four times the points? Hey, what's wrong with How that? lose? So I know your point about going to the Super Bowl is well taken, and that is the main strategy there. But sometimes you grab a guy just because he's productive, and that's the case with DeMarco Murray. He has been so good all year long, and he is such a vital part of what the Dallas Cowboys do in their offense. So even if the Cowboys don't make the run all the way to the Super Bowl, you can expect big points out of DeMarco Murray. And if Dallas wins a game, then that's double points the next week out of DeMarco. So sometimes you just take the chance on a guy who can get you some quality points regardless of what you think his team is going to do in the postseason. Now, at the receiver spot, it's a guy that you and I both kind of like. Here. Right, yeah. I like Jordy Nelson in this position because as we looked at the NFC playoff picture, there's a litany of 11 and 4 teams. But let's be serious. The Cowboys aren't going to the Super Bowl. The Lions aren't going to the Super Bowl. It comes down to the Packers and the Seahawks. And while I believe the Seahawks will be the team to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, I don't like any of their receivers. There's not <laughs> one guy you can really count on. So you figure the Packers will at least get to the uh, to the NFC Championship game. They've got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I feel that they will attack the Seahawks a little bit better this time around than what we saw in week one. So why not go with one of the most impressive receivers in football and all the fantasy football as well, Jordy Nelson. He'll get his chances. So I feel he's a great pick. As My one. thoughts exactly when it comes to Jordy Nelson. And we will finish this with Rob Gronkowski, another guy that I know you and I both like this year because your point's about the Patriots looking like the AFC favorite right now. I think they are well-founded, and Rob Gronkowski is the best thing going in that offense. You really can't figure out which receivers to pick, whether it's Brandon LaFell or Julian Edelman. The running back situation is an absolute mess, but you know week in and week out, if the Patriots are going to prosper, Gronk is going to be a big part of that. So that's a guy that I feel very confident about putting in my lineup. Plus, really, what other tight ends are you going to There's pick? no other, what other tight ends. Every you single fantasy pick here will be broadcast. It has to be. So taking a look now at the playoff challenge lineups rank. This is yours. You see Tom Brady there at the top. Uh, a couple of Packers there in the middle with Eddie Lacy and Jordy Nelson. Brandon LaFell, that's yeah. saucy. Well, it is. You know, I wanted one receiver who I felt, you know, again, could be playing in the Super Bowl coming up. 
And if Julian Edelman's, you know, not able to go, if he's still having some problems, I know it's a lot to look into the future and try to figure it out. But again, Lynch and Lacey, I feel one of those two guys is going to be playing in the Super Bowl. So I will be getting quadruple points for them. And I, again, I just, I'm all in on the Patriots. I wish they had more running backs and receivers to uh, fire in on. So you see mine there. Uh, a lot of similarities there. I went with a couple of Russell Cowboys, though. Wilson. Russell Wilson at the quarterback spot. I like what he does. He just finds ways to make plays. And you figure he's got a really good shot to get to the Super Bowl. I went DeMarco Murray, Des Bryant, because as I mentioned, those two guys are really what helps that Cowboys offense to go. And even if they don't get a make a deep run, I think they can win a game or two. Get me some double points. You see Rob Gronkowski, really the only pick at tight end. I think the Seahawks are going to be a popular defensive pick as well. Yeah, Russell Wilson, I, I, I feel like it's a really good pick. You like that? When we return, our experts are here to help you ball on a budget. Find out how to get the most bang for your buck this week in your daily fantasy leagues. And it is Festivus for the rest of us. Just in time for the airing of fantasy grievances. Up next, we got a bone to pick with some underperforming fantasy stars. And stick around. This, this might get ugly. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Happy Festivus to one and all. Festivus, of course, I'm going to spit it out here. Festivus, <laughs> the holiday that rose to fame after its Seinfeld appearance in the late 90s. Rank, why am I holding a steel pole? Because after the feats of strength, we gather around the aluminum pole for the airing of the grievances, although I feel my life is one continual airing of <laughs> grievances. Well, you know what? Let's, uh, let's apply that to fantasy and give you a chance, each of you gentlemen, to vent about championship week and players that let folks down in championship week. Air those grievances. Andrew Luck at the top sub. One-point performance. Greg Olson, one of the most consistent tight ends all year, did not do a whole lot against those Cleveland Browns. I think a lot of us felt like, uh, Josh Gordon had that type of performance coming, but uh, Matthew Stafford against the Bears defense that got lit up by Drew Brees uh, did not follow that particular performance and do it for all you Matt Stafford owners. So, Marcus, why don't you get us uh, started, and why not start at the top? Yeah, we'll start with Andrew Luck. I have a whole host of bad luck-related puns. He was bad luck, rotten luck, unlucky, whatever. You can keep going on that, but it was just flat-out awful against the Cowboys on Sunday. We had seen him turn the ball over a little bit recently, but... He hadn't been as bad as he was there. And this was a guy who had been the leading fantasy scorer all season long, had been fantastic. And when you needed him the most, he put up the absolute worst game you could imagine. I'm going to say it cost him the fantasy MVP. It but could. that's just me. There it is. Fabs, uh, you always like to go running back in the first round. And Jamal Charles likely came off the board top five in almost every fantasy league and out there. And he got you to the playoffs. But once you got to the playoffs, he disappeared. He did a Houdini act in the NFL AM League. I had a death squad. I had Russell Wilson, Jamal Charles, Le'Veon Bell, A.J. Green, Jordy Nelson. Three of those guys absolutely disappeared in Week 15. That's right, Money. I'm not bitter about that. Doesn't sound but like this it. is all about airing of grievances, right? That's right. Jamal Charles, I loved you up until Week 14, and then you disappear, my man. He didn't score six fantasy points in either one of his last two games. Yeah, and we'll continue that theme Tough. because Justin Forsett helped get you there, the waiver wire pickup of the year. But maybe the playoff Listen. performance rank cost him the waiver That's wire pickup of the year. I got a lot of problems with this because even though he was very well as a guy who you picked up off the waiver wire, you still got to come through when it counts the most. So he was great, got me to the playoffs in my league of record, but when I needed him the most, when I was up against my buddies, these long-time just rivalry since the second grade. Second grade. He left me high and dry. Way and I go. was sitting there hoisting my own petard. I uh, lost, 
And even though he got, I, it's not good enough just to screw right. me there. Well, you know what? Let's move on. Let's uh, let's move past championship week. Here, uh, overall, this is uh, top fantasy disappointments for the season. Jimmy Graham taken in the first round because he had separated himself from all those other tight ends. Did not happen this year. And you see the average draft position. Monte Ball. Handful of people saw that one coming. <clears throat> Some <Yeah>. people did not. <laughs> uh, but let's get going, Marcus. Uh, Wait, you're going to go with quarterback you, position. But you are the one. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, but you, Marcus. Uh, we're Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick right here. This is the year he was supposed to break out, right? He was so great in the playoffs and all these past years when the Niners were making their runs. This was going to be the year he broke out. He was going to run for yards. He was going to throw for yards. In the meantime, Vernon Davis was a disappointment. He vanished all year. Michael Crabtree, where was he? Anquan Bolden was the best of the bunch for their receivers. Colin Kaepernick, for a guy who was allegedly fast, was sacked more times than anybody else in the National Football League. Go figure. And certainly, he killed your fantasy team. He didn't really do a whole lot to help the 49ers either. Uh, Not a first-round pick, though, Fabs. However, Jimmy Graham was, and to some degree, a controversial first-round pick. He was a first-round pick in a bunch of my leagues. In fact, I drafted him in the first round in two leagues, and guess how many of those leagues I made the playoffs in? I'm going to go with zero. Zero! Thank you, Jimmy Graham. If you look at his numbers, he had three big impact games, and that's it, all year long. And from your first-round pick, you need more than that. And dare I say it, that Graham was one of the bigger busts in fantasy football this year because of where he was drafted and because of what he did last year compared to what he didn't do this year. Yeah, and he had a chance to, to put it on uh, in that championship round, and he short-armed two long throws and had that fumble at the goal line. Cordero Patterson uh, was expected to make the jump this year, rank. It didn't happen. Yep, and he was one of the guys that I pinpointed was my ride-or-die guy. This was a player who was on every one of my fantasy rosters, and he disappointed in every one. When we saw the numbers up there, that he averaged four points. I would like to know where those four points are because that would have been that, that's surprising <laughs> to me. How is that possible that he even averaged that many points? And he was just one of those guys. I did the uh, I did the old Montgomery Burns Springfield nine overthought my roster, tried to outsmart myself, and I outsmarted myself out of a lot of a playoff. Still holding, still holding the steel pole here. Yeah. Merry happy everybody. They make uh, it look good. First of all, it's aluminum. Can you at least come on? Well, I just said metal. Or did I say steel? steel. Uh, It's my time working with steel pull bathtub. Be sure to check out uh, NFL Fantasy Live on Friday. We're doing it big because it's time to dish out the hardware for the annual Fantasy Football Awards as voted on by you, the fans. We'll reveal the winners for Bust of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Fantasy Draft Bargain, and more. Be sure to check us out Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Coming up. Fantasy meets Hollywood as new girl star Max Greenfield joins the show. He is here to talk about his run to the championship in the NFL.com Celebrity League. Best of us. For the rest of us. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, who says your fantasy season has to end? We're keeping the good times rolling with our top plays for daily fantasy leagues in Week 17. Plus, our experts debate who deserves to go first off fantasy draft boards in 2015. Is there a QB worth taking with the number one pick? And there's no question that these fantasy stars balled out this year, but which one of them is bound to bust next season? Find out who we say could be a major disappointment in 2015 as NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. All right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by both Marcus Grant here with Akbar and Rank. So, all right, fellas, let's do this. Let's talk about some of our top plays for daily leagues in Week 17. Akbar, we'll kick it off. 
quarterback down there in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons. I, I like them. I mean, you, you talk about Matt Ryan uh, in this matchup. They're playing, of course, for that divisional lead there in the NFC South. But Matt Ryan, his, he's been showing and displaying that he can put up big numbers, especially with the type of weapons that he has. You look at, of course, Julio Jones, Roddy White, but Harry Douglas getting him involved in the offense as well. Matt Ryan, I think you're going to get him at a good value. Obviously, he's not a, a Aaron Rodgers or one of those big-name guys that you can get for $9,000. $7,700, a little expensive. But I think it's the right price for Matt Ryan. Something to play for, too, which yep. is huge. Absolutely. Speaking of guys, maybe not with something to play for, but Matt Asiata is a guy okay. who doesn't necessarily get a lot of yardage, but rank, he seems to score touchdowns in bunches. Well, since Akbar is breaking the bank with Matt Ryan, you got to find some values with guys like Asiata. Here he comes in at five grand, which is a relative bargain. He scored 14 points in back to back games. And like you said, Marcus, he likes to score touchdowns. Now he's got a great matchup against the Bears, who early in the season were pretty strong against teams on the ground. But as of late, teams have been able to move the ball on the ground against them. So Asiata, great value, great pick. Akbar, the Niner offense came to life for the first time in seeming forever last week, and you think they're going to keep it going with Anquan Bolden? Well, I, I believe so because he's that lead, the lead guy there. I mean, he's the guy that's targeted the most there for uh, Colin Kaepernick, and you know, just his physical play. When you look at you know the way he's been playing, I like his matchup this week. Uh, Anquan Bolden, great value too. When you look at how much he is, fifty-four hundred dollars. I mean, you can do a lot. You can stack yeah. up high with your other positions, and then get you know a couple other receivers as well. All right, Rank, you, yes, you talked about Akbar breaking the bank. All right, money bags. Uh, here, here's Odell Beckham. This is how I start every single one of my daily fantasy leagues. $9,600. I go out and I put Odell Beckham Jr. in, and I will figure out things after that because this guy has been absolutely phenomenal since he took over the number one receiver spot for the New York Giants. As a matter of fact, he's up for a host of awards here at NFL Fantasy Live. We'll be giving those out on Friday. I say he wins every award. Defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, quarterback <laughs> of the year, whatever. And whatever. he'll make the Pro Bowl what, in real what, life, too. Whatever the <laughs> of the a year award is, I would put it on Odell Beckham Jr. And I would play him in each and every one of my fantasy leagues. And then you look at guys, Anquan Bolden, guys like Matt Asiata will help balance things out so you can kind of get these guys underneath the cap. So go out and pick. And I realized when I was talking about my other pick, I was congratulating myself on what a great pick Asiata is. Yeah, don't break, you don't, don't break your arm. You know, I just like your philosophy, right though. Pick Odell Beckham and, and figure everything out. Yeah, yeah, I like that. that. I like that. All right, that's uh, plenty on that. For more now, we'll throw it over to Dave Damashek hanging out with Money and Fabs. Hey, thanks there, MG, and happy holidays to you and all the other fellas over there. Look who stands hey, in between well. me. These two fellas squared off this past weekend in a fantasy football championship for the ages. What a doozy it was. Matt Money Smith, Michael Fabiano, let's talk about it. Here are the results. Muzzle tough to Matt Money Smith. Narrowly, your victor, your champion for 2014. Edgy, the Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Matt Money Smith, yep. as we look over those numbers there, break down for us what you feel was the key to victory. Well, I'll tell you, for me, it was at Mark Ingram, just all season long, uh, sort of Mr. Consistent. We always talk about uh, the ceiling and all oh, these 40 point games. Uh, for Mark Ingram, the floor was always pretty high. It was uh, regularly getting me double digit points uh, week in and week out. He had the injury there for a minute, but really, most importantly, it was where I got Mark Ingram. And the heat that I took from certain folks. When I drafted Mark Ingram in the fifth round, oh, I was assailed on Twitter. How dare you? What a stupid pick. And it really was, of all my selections, the most consistent and a big reason why I got to the championship in the first place, and he gave me 11.5 points there in the championship round. Well, And now you hold the 
imaginary trophy. Yes, sure Fabiano, oh, in the meantime, so what good. do you would you say was the key to failure? Well, uh, probably trading Russell Wilson about seven weeks ago to get this bum Peyton Manning who decided that he was going to be Trent Dilfer over the last five weeks of the season. Mm. That really hurt. And losing T.Y. Hilton. I mean, that one was a killer because if I had Hilton in my lineup healthy, I think I win. How many uh, points did the uh, Colts score in that game against the Cowboys? Dante Moncrief had .5, and so did Jordan Reed. So I think the Colts might have been a little better on offense if they had T.Y. Hilton in there. I think I could have gotten at least six points from him. I didn't. Uh, injuries definitely hurt me, but Money's team was the better team this week, and uh, that's how it goes. That's uh, how it goes. And I will this never, week. ever have Peyton Manning on a fantasy team again. I am done with him. Yeah, four interceptions Killed in the me. fantasy championship. Not a sterling performance, although not completely point, surprising in the postseason for Peyton. At one point. <laughs> Even the fantasy postseason affects Peyton going Manning. Going into the fourth quarter, I was down like fractional points. Less than a point. Yeah, I and I thought I was in good shape, and then Peyton turned into his brother. Yeah, I knew you were down, and in fact, I knew it by about Just show it all. late afternoon Sunday when I, it again. when I was sitting What's this? on my laptop, and yep. I saw a tweet come through from Michael Fabiano. Here's what it read. Congratulations to Matt Money Smith for beating my squad. Well deserved, my friend. Hashtag, and this is really the key hashtag here. It's over. That is conceding. That's 4.08 p.m. Eastern. Hold on. Eastern time. I'm in New Orleans. Yes. I just finished calling the Saints-Falcons game. He's got Julio Jones. Get some double-digit points. Drew Brees has a miserable contest in the Superdome. I assume I am done. This is a bad deal. And then this man, with his 200,000 Twitter followers, lobs that out. My Twitter feed starts blowing up. Everybody congratulating me. And I'm like, what happened? What, what did I? Did I miss something? I've been involved remember, in this game. You, you remember back uh, when Sugar Ray fought uh, Roberto Duran, and and Duran said, "No mas." No mas. The, no mas. the fight was over. Then. That was you it. remember that? They didn't. Ten minutes later, Duran said, "You know what? I'm feeling I, better. Let's let's carry on." Here. No, it was over. Injury you, you know problems. When you're playing golf. I don't hear going against Arizona. Up, you pick it up. You don't say, "Oh, you know what? Put it back down and make that putt." You I, I was pulling out every trick that you, I had in the diabolical book. Diabolical fantasy. I was trying to jinx evil. myself. Villain you, you villain. You're and a I, villain and for and doing that. Final verdict. I the football gods smote you. You deserve <laughs> well, they to did, lose, Because Fabiano. it started pouring rain and Peyton Manning couldn't throw the ball to the right team. How dare you. With the wet ball. I thought we were friends, Fabs. I thought we weren't just did, colleagues I, on the show. I, I thought we were friends. And you Manning, Peyton Manning throwing four interceptions or eight touchdowns is moot. You conceded on Sunday. It was over. And like but I say, the football gods have I reminded lost. you. Marshawn Lynch piles on 24 points in the evening. I'm on a bird on the and way home watching Marshawn Lynch dust me. No Moss. Moss. Moss money. <laughs> no, no, no. In, in another league that Demarius Thomas Don't face care. mask. Don't care. You, how me. dare you? I lost I was your point. friend. I was your friend. I'm the champ. Now, I'm that's the champ. It. For 2014, but if you want to get a jump on your friends for next year's fantasy job, season, buddy. it starts with dominating the draft. So up next, we debate which fantasy star is worthy of the first overall pick in 2015. Not Peyton Manning. Can't believe you did me dirty like that. Sorry, Tom. Piss, piss. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. Money here with Fabs and a special guest. We are pleased to be joined by, well, Emmy and Golden Globe nominated actor. The incomparable Max Greenfield does it for a new girl and a member of our NFL.com Fantasy League. Not only a member, 
but the champion. I have. I assume you're feeling pretty well today, aren't you, man? Thank you very much. Absolutely. <laughs> Congratulations. I mean, let's get right to it. You faced off versus David Boreanaz for the championship in the Celebrity League, and here is how it shook out. Uh, not like our Fantasy Live championship, which came down to the final seconds of the Monday Nighter. Don't remind me. You dusted him, Max. You absolutely dusted him. And it was led by Russell Wilson. Yeah, felt good. I mean, I kind of... I. I dusted the, the whole league. Yeah, you did. For most of, Yo, you of did. the year. You dominated the league all year? 13-1? Yeah, Max was the number one seed going into this. So he was the big-time favorite. And uh, unlike me, who was the number one seed and lost. Yeah, well, you had Russell to you, Wilson too fast. You I, traded him. I know, I did know. You ever, did you ever waver in your commitment to Russell Wilson as your quarterback? Yeah, I got a little nervous. Uh, you know, Harvin left. And then he started running the ball a lot. I got nervous he was going to get injured. Sure. So at, there was a point where there was like a second where Ro- Roethlisberger became available on the waiver wire, and then he got scooped up. And I'd put in a claim for him, but it wasn't high enough. And I was very disappointed. I thought it was, and it was right. I think either I think it was right before he had that explosion game. And so I was really disappointed that I lost him. But then I picked up Cam Newton, who I think won me a game. And there was a second before this week where I thought. Do I start Cam off of two, over the two, Cardinals because of the defense? And That's yeah. right. The, right, right. Th- there was a whole thing, and then I thought ultimately Joe Hayden kind of deterred that. me. That's <laughs> hey, that's tremendous fantasy analysis right there. Because I thought Joe Hayden scared me en- enough to go just run with Wilson. He's been great for you all. Well, all that's year. you know, it's an interesting point, Max, because Joe Hayden scared you, but Jimmy Clausen did not. Uh, the Lions defense plus Jimmy no. Clausen seemed to spell doom for Elshon Jeffrey. You still start him and he gets you 20 points. Well, I thought I thought that, the, that Detroit defense was going to do a lot to their running game. And I thought they were going to be throwing the, throwing the ball anyway, no, yep. no matter what. So he's bound to catch the ball at some point. And he got you the one TD, the 72 yards. Yeah. So that, look, that, that, I believe, was the, the bravest decision yeah, I mean, Jimmy Clausen. Who yeah, but you know what, though? Receiver? Jimmy Clausen ended up scoring more fantasy points than Drew Brees yeah. and Tom Brady and Andrew Luck. See, it was a screwy see, week. See, had you started Jimmy Clausen instead of Peyton Manning, you would have beat me in our championship and game. Charlie Whitehurst. Uh, you and I, who Max, both uh, took Eddie Lacy with our first-round pick. Again, did you ever waver? Because I know for me, two weeks ago against Buffalo, he's banged up. I actually thought about benching him. Had I done that, I would have got bounced in the semifinals. Did you ever waver in your commitment to Eddie Lacy? In the very beginning of the season, he had like three or yeah, four. Yeah, bad. It was just, it was really quiet, and I didn't know what to make of it, and I thought, well, the only benefit to him at this point is that he's healthy and starting every game, and he's the clear number one, so you thought that at some point he was going to pick it up, and then when he did, you went, oh, well, this is going to be nice for the rest of the year. Yeah, no question. A great run in the playoffs from Lacey, and that's how you, you get yourself uh, fantasy championships, and you had great value, too. You look deep. In your draft, the top value picks that you made this season. And uh, we get started with, well, let's, let's go to both of them. Because you get Manny Sanders in the sixth round. Yeah. But you bench him in the game well, against Cincinnati. Well, only because I heard that he, he had the flu. And I had just gotten over it that, this past week. And I thought, if he has the same flu that I have, there's no way he's going <laughs> to li- be at the line of scrimmage. You brought the flu on our set? you no, got to be no, kidding no, no, no. me. But uh, so I, I had, I had I was, he, he made me nervous. I thought Kenny Stills would have a decent game. And that didn't seem like it was going to be 
the the difference maker for me. But Stills came on late in that second half. At least got you double digit points. Yeah, you got I a good think it was a difference. Yeah, it was a difference of like ten points, yeah. which I didn't think ultimately was going to be the difference. See, this man yeah. is bold, and he won a championship. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and I got... went by the book and lost. Yeah, rightfully so, Fabs. You could learn a little something from your friend Max Greenfield here. My my favorite value pick. Uh, we talked about a little bit earlier, Mark Ingram, and I took him a lot higher than yeah. you did. I took him in the fifth round because I was convinced he was going to be a big difference maker with the Saints. You got him all the way down in the ninth round. How did he last until the ninth round of the Celebrity League? Don't ask. Don't ask. Oh, the here we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what, what, well, what's my you know, what? sitting there going? Who do I pick? He he was uh, yeah. he was a brilliant man there to make that move. I think what the problem with Ingram was that I don't know if anybody believed that he could stay healthy for a full season, even though he was coming into the year uh, expected to be the featured back. Yeah, I got you me. believed, Max. You believed. Well, I got very I, I got very lucky. Yeah, I got very lucky. Too with humble a, with a, with Ingram and Sanders. I had, I had a lot more faith in Sanders in the beginning of the season, but getting those two guys so late, who ultimately performed like you know second and third yeah, rounders, no question. And then having my my first round guys perform like first round guys. Not to mention Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, getting totally. him in the ninth and balling out as a top five QB, a, a huge, especially when Peyton Manning was so disappointing in the postseason. Drew Brees normally nails at home, was a disaster at the Superdome, mm-hmm. especially two of the three games in the playoffs. Um, how much how much trash talking goes on? You fancy celebrity guys, you. Uh, how, much, how much are you guys chatting with one another and giving each other the business? Well, I had a really good draft. And everybody stayed healthy. Right. You know, Ingram was out for a little bit. It was a little bit of like a, like a kind of a hole for a minute and running back for me. And then tight end, I never really figured it out. But I was doing really well all season. <laughs> right. So I what stayed. What do you say to him? I, I was silent. I just, I was like, Wise. this is, yeah, I go, this is at some point going to implode. And then there's always <laughs> like, you always get to the, to the playoffs, the guy who's 11 and 1, and they always lose. Pretty if much. You, yeah. They yeah. always lose the first Ask game. Ask this guy sitting next game. to you about that. Well, you didn't make the championship game, though. Fabs, and in our league, obviously, we all want to go after Fabs. He's the Hall of Famer. He's the guy with, I don't know, 9,000 pelts on the wall. So it felt pretty good for me to defeat him in the championship game. Is there anyone in the celebrity league that you absolutely wanted to dust? Uh, I was happy to be Boreanis in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave talked a little Fox, bit of trash. Uh, yeah. You see him at up fronts every once in a while. So that'll be fun to see, like, a different Fox fans. Like, hey, David, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> thing we had uh, back there. All right, just quickly, uh, let's say you get the number one pick in next year's NFL.com Celebrity League draft as the defending champion. Your name gets pulled. You get to select number one. Who do you want? I'm devastated. Devastated? I, do, I, don't, I, I don't think you want the number one pick anymore. I think that's the worst place to be. Because a snake, you want to come back and then Yeah, the I think end. you want us. You want to have like a one-two, and I think you can solidify that if I, I like being right in the middle. Listen now. here, Mr. Storybook Ending. You don't get to pick. You get the number one selection in the draft. That's how the cards okay. have managed to fall. What are you going to do? Odell. Whoa. Unbelievable. The hype machine about this kid. Uh, a New York Giants fan yeah. drafting with his heart. That's how fantasy dreams. I, I, well, you know, look. I was so happy to win this year. It's the, yeah. I think it's the first time I've ever won the championship. So, like, going into next year, I, I'm, look, there he is. There he is. Do you That's have a like, number 13 jersey yet? Got to get one. You Darn right, you Christmas. did. You know what else? Yeah. I, I got to tell you, Max, yeah. you got some pretty high hair going today. I think you might be able to get a little blonde up top and kind of uh, get yourself a little Odell Beckham going up there. I know. I got I to gotta fade it up. Not a bad idea. I mean, we got some fancy barbers in these parts here at our Culver City Studios. You can get that tightened up on the side, dyed on the guy. top. You're good Look, to go. So, any, so anywhere Odell Beckham is available in the first round, if you're there, you're taking it. I think, I think it's hard not to. 
If you so he wasn't in the first four games of the season. Right, right. And then there was two games where it was like the numbers I'm, are ridiculous. Well, I'm like figuring this out. I'm figuring this out and also, hey, get me the ball. And I think it took a second for the Giants to adjust to the fact that He's that good. They had a phenom. Target one guy and one guy only. Yeah, just keep throwing. He'll catch it no matter what. And then two games after the four he missed, I think, is when he just went, okay, I'm going to be the greatest receiver in in the history of And you're going to draft him in the first round next year. Well, if you look at his numbers, if he did what he did in those first six, with his last six, or whatever the numbers are. What's more uh, amazing, too, is that, like, defenses, they know he's getting the ball. It can't stop nope. him. No, it's Randy Moss. Can't stop him. No. Ask. Well, congratulations, Max. Uh, Thank you A very championship much. well earned, the Good best job, record throughout the yeah. course of the regular season, and it culminates in uh, the crown. So a Feels big good. huzzah for you, good sir. And thanks for coming by the set. We yeah, certainly please, appreciate it. my present. And uh, good luck again next season as you will uh, have all comers, the big target right there on your chest, right, the guy that everybody wants to beat. It's That's never right. too early to start setting up your draft strategy for next season. When we return, our experts predict the biggest bust candidates for 2015. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Money here. What's that? I love you. (laughs) Never too early to start thinking about 2015. Make sure you check out NFL.com. That's going to be a whole year. This is going to be a long, insufferable offseason, gentlemen. Uh, Complete 2015 mock draft at NFL.com. Slash way too early. Our list of sleepers and busts for next season as well. So let's talk about bust candidates, gentlemen. For next year, I'm just going to be over here, Feb. So you get us started. Why don't you get a room, buddy? Look at this. Uh, yeah. I'm going to talk about Marshawn Lynch, and, and it pains wow. me because Marshawn Lynch got me to a couple of championships. He won me a championship this year, and I think he's one of the more underrated fantasy backs. Everyone doubted him this year, and he still produced great numbers, but he has had a ton of touches in the last three or four years, and going into next year, I don't even know if he's going to play football. If he does, it may not be for the Seahawks. How about it, Marcus? I'm sticking with the Cal running back theme. I'm going with Justin Forsett, who's been fantastic this year. But not only was he a fantasy afterthought, he was an afterthought for the Ravens. I mean, we talked about Forsett being maybe the third or fourth option in that backfield. And who knows what happens with him next year. I feel like this was kind of a lightning and a bottle season for Justin Forsett. He could be pushed back down the depth chart when we start 2015. Fabs goes with the first rounder. Akbar, you two going with the first rounder. I'm going with Peyton Manning. Oh, no. No longer, no longer the strong arm that he once was. No longer the greatness uh, in fantasy I'm talking about. He's still a great quarterback in reality. Uh, Peyton Manning is getting old. He's done. I think that he's a bust next year. Uh, He's still great in reality. Rank, uh, let's keep it going. Peyton Manning. Why uh, why were you surprised at all? We aren't being shy here. DeMarco Murray. Uh, DeMarco, of course. This is my, yeah, DeMarco Murray. Next year, I will avoid because I'm going to be looking for running backs who are in a contract year who have something to prove in court and running backs who get paid are now going to go into my do not draft list. DeMarco Murray figures they have a huge contract next season, so I don't want any part of that. Uh, I would just quickly add, I think about Alshon Jeffrey. If Jay Cutler's going to get traded and there's not a strong arm to push that ball downfield, that certainly limits what Alshon Jeffrey could do. Jimmy Clausen. Huh? I, you know, no, I don't. <laughs> but, uh, did, I, did you guys Brock see this, Heisel? by the way? No, so I make sure you guys see uh, One last. Uh, all right, all right. That's uh, going to do it for us here today. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for all of Michael Fabiano's top starts and sits for Week 17. We'll see you then. Congrats, buddy. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 